mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 322 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. It's really weird to watch my own waveform, so I'm going to stop looking at that. Wouldn't it have been better if this was episode 323? We missed a chance to Damn try it. to sneak in one extra episode before the year ended. You know, we did, but also knowing what our lives was the last <laughs> couple weeks, I don't know when it would have happened. Um, I mean, you we're, look, you were, you were doing nothing. I was just hanging out. Uh, today, we are watching SG Universe Season 1, Episode 5, Light, a.k.a. Powered by the Stars themselves, because yeah. nothing I can think of is better than that fucking line. Mine is not a line. I love that line. Yeah. Mine is not a line from the episode, but my a.k.a. is just... Here comes the sun. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Here comes the sun. I say it's not black hole sun. <laughs> Won't you come? That was last episode. Wash away the rain. <laughs> Sorry, my 1990s really kicked All in. All I know is if someone hasn't like mashed those two songs together, they need to. That's gonna be my. I mean, we all. We maybe I haven't talked about it on the pod. No, I don't think you have. My new hobby is yeah. gonna be mixing. Um, yeah, <laughs> just mixing music. So that might be something that happens. Because if it hasn't already happened it needs to because i i had all these little dumb aka's and then that line happened and i was like that's fucking beautiful it's a great line and i want it to be what we tell ourselves all the time because in every way possible we are all ultimately powered by the stars themselves and carrying back to another line they mentioned here that we know is my favorite line yeah it's because we are star stuff. We are star stuff. So, what what have you been up to? Okay, so I'll go first <laughs> to let you tail that up because... I should um, have taken notes on my pre-episode yeah, notes slide, but know. here we go. I didn't do that. I wrote down a couple things. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, holidays happens. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was a thing. I, that was like, I barely noticed. That's yeah. how crazy things were. Anyway. Um, I finished a book series... Um, I had been long term. I wasn't reading it in a binge, which I know, you know me, I normally read series in a binge. Um, I finished the Iron Druid series. Oh, Um, I've heard you talk about this one. Yeah, it's one that we frequently because Nick is also into it. He's not he's just not a a reader. Yeah, 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 some people are, which is fine. He's an audiobook person. And so we save them for long car trips. Yeah, smart. And so we would listen to the Iron Druid series on car trips. And it is, if you, I will say this, if you're a fan of like Dresden Files type books or like um, sort of fantasy that takes place in current day type thing, okay. uh, it's a really fun series. The main character is a, he is, uh, as the series starts, the last druid on Earth and has been the only druid on Earth for 2,000 years. That's cool. Um, 
There's a really cool dog. I'm a huge fan of any series that has a cool dog. You had me at dog. (laughs) (laughs) It has multiple pantheons of gods. Okay. Um, It is, it's a fun series. It's not, it's not a deep series. Uh, It is my version of like Harlequin Romance Beach Reads. Yes. Um, And so they're just fun. And so I finished the Iron Druid series we are also rewatching Clone Wars, mainly okay. because I wanted to binge all of Ahsoka's storyline before the Ahsoka series starts. And I still don't even right. know when it starts. We don't even have a trailer. Right. And then I think the last, there's a couple books I dipped in and out of over break. But the one I started that is really speaking to me right now is Braiding Sweetgrass, which Ooh. is by Robin Wall Kiminer. Okay. I'm probably pronouncing her last name wrong. Mm-hmm. Um she is, so it's, the tagline is, it's Breeding Sweetgrass, Indigenous Wisdom, Scientific Knowledge, and the Teaching of Plants. And she is, she is like a botanist. Okay. And she's also a member of the citizen Potawatomi, I'm butchering that Potawatomi? name. Yeah, Potawatomi um, tribe. And it's really awesome so far. I'm like a quarter of the way through the book. And there's already all of these things where I'm like, highlights. Gonna do that. Highlights. Taking, where's Write my post Yeah. <laughs> Think about later. Awesome. So it's, um, that's been that. And I've been doing lots of quilting, hand stitching. Yeah. Uh, beautiful bug based hand stitching I will add there's lots of fucking bugs gorgeous. in my fabric there's yeah. critters in my fabric and I what was supposed to what was supposed to the person who put out the pattern uh-huh. intended it because it's an English paper piercing okay. pattern so for those who aren't familiar it's like it's going to be a large quilt. It's going to probably a high-end stitch. And so you, like, wrap fabric around these pieces of paper, and you can make these really complex, like, kaleidoscope-type things. Yeah. And so the intention was to make so many blocks a month, and it's, like, a whole year's project. Yeah. I started early December, and I'm halfway done. <laughs> seems about right. <laughs> that seems how you work. That's That sounds about right. Yeah. Um. I was thinking about a work project where uh, in my new role, as some of you may have guessed, there's a lot of planning that I do. Yeah. And there was a conversation I was having. I was like, well, a lot of it depends on who my artist is (laughs) that I'm backdating for. And our boss goes, no, no, it should be like you should have it. I was like, no, no. No. (laughs) If Nixie's doing something, I can condense the timeline by 60%. (laughs) I do tend to give Scotty time. Yeah, yeah. Um, even so. <laughs> yeah. No, I do enjoy to give Scotty time, but I am I am just a naturally... I've always done it. I just naturally... We, some of us like to take off the boxes and have shit done. Yeah. Some, uh, some of us like to eat a blanket when we're not supposed to. Um, You'll hear extra harumphs this episode. Yeah, so here's where we're at, guys. Um, Would you like to tell them why they hear extra harumphs yeah, yeah, this yeah. episode? So we are recording in Grace's new house. Yes. Which is not the same as the old house. <laughs> and so the word so new. we did buy a new home. <laughs> and so it, we took a little bit of a break. It is a great, great thing that we did, and it is 
I'm in love. It's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. We love it here. I'm so grateful. I'm very aware that people of our generation can't sometimes afford to have one home. Yes. Um, and so it took me a while to be comfortable with saying, like, we're about to buy our second house. Yes. But God damn it, nobody fucking helped us. No. <laughs> we did this all ourselves. It was, it was, uh, there was some stress. <laughs> and, and, and I mean that in every sense, like, financially, like, this was just us busting our ass. So anyway, we now have a room to record in, a game room, if you will. Um, So now you get to hear two buddies fighting over my brand new blanket that I just bought. (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to take over while she gets these sweethearts because they really love the blanket. Um, But yeah, we have a nice room where we get to play D&D and record a podcast in. Yeah. So no big, no big. (laughs) Just uh, bought a whole ass house. The week of Christmas. Yeah, you sold a whole ass house and then bought a whole ass house um, during and, Christmas time. And then had like three days worth of delays that made us shit our pants. Uh-huh. So then we so we were going to try to get one more episode in and then this <laughs> happened. So then we were just camping yeah. in our old house. Essentially, thankfully, the house was in our name until the day that everything went through. Otherwise, we would have basically been squatting in our old house. It's fine. It's fine. It was everything is fine. Everything (laughs) was fine. To the point where I was like, we're literally going to be out of town for a week if you need to live in our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, (laughs) I I don't know where my home is. <laughs> but it's all good now. We're here. This has been the focus of all of my energy, really. So I will say, as far as TV watching, I did finally binge Wednesday. Yeah, it's I have adorable. not watched Wednesday yet. It's adorable. I think that if I hadn't been like packing boxes and doing stuff, yeah, it wouldn't have held my attention the same way. Okay, but it is fucking amazing. It is. It is on really my cute. List. Really cute. It's top of my list of things to watch. Yeah, I've okay. just been binging Ahsoka. It's worthwhile. It is definitely worthwhile. I watched two films that are probably not Nixie films. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was The Banshees of Inisherin. Doesn't even sound like a Nixie film. It's gonna fuck. It's Brendan Gleeson and like Colin him. Farrell. I do like him. It is takes place in the 1920s off the coast of Ireland. Okay, and that's the happiest to get. <laughs> that's the happiest to get. <laughs> it is just sad. Then, then I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> so if you thought the 1920s in Ireland was a happy-go-lucky place to be. Go for it. Sure. <laughs> it is it's very thought provoking. It is it's really something to watch if you're like I'm feeling like watching something heady. Yeah. Um and and I want to think about this for a while uh-huh. and I feel pretty strong in my mental health. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But it's a huh. <laughs> we <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> um and you know on a much lighter note, yeah. not at all. We also watched the menu. I promise you guys, we are okay mentally. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> Listen, I watched Glass Onion. Yeah. Oh, we did watch Glass Onion too. Yeah, we watched Glass Onion. But that was fun. Um, my review on Glass Onion is it's great. It it's not as rewatchable as uh, Knives Out was. That was the consensus in my house as well. Okay. Um, I think I, I think both are rewatchable for me okay the so to me knives out has so much more like tiny little things to find on the second watch but i think 
Um, I don't know how to explain this. And the second one, in a way that I enjoyed, there was more, like, winks to the camera. Oh, okay, that's fair. But, like, in a non-cheesy way, in a way that yeah. I can appreciate. To, to me, the second one, once the reveal is, is blown, it's not... It's like an M. Night Shyamalan film. Yeah. Like, you can only blow the reveal once. Yeah. Whereas Knives Out, you can rewatch it and I'm like, oh, it's still so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, so that was the majority of our life. I did read an old book from the 90s. <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, God, I'm old. It's almost vintage. It's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I've been reading a lot of um, Latino, Latina, mm-hmm. uh, Hispanic, Latinx, whichever mm-hmm. word you choose is totally fine with me. Yeah. I have made that choice. Um, authors. So I read something by, uh, oh, I just lost her name. Oh, Julia Alvarez called In the Time of the Butterflies. And it is a fictional depiction of these three women that were called the butterflies. And okay. they were, um, my brain can't make words right now. It's During fine. the time of Trujillo in, Domin- in the Dominican Republic, okay. they were basically rebels, oh, rebel nice. fighters, and they were part of the the uprising and like the this dude needs to fucking go. That's better and, than my head went because I went, they turned into actual butterflies. No, That's and then cool. they, well, spiritually maybe, but they were mysteriously died off Ooh. the cliff Ooh. of a car. No, no one um, knows. But um, they were, people were charged later, mm-hmm. not as fairly as i think they should have been that sounds about right but they did become the um they became the faces for international violence against women in this particular type of setup way like political violence yeah 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 um the and their names were the mirabal sisters anyway it's worth looking them up Cool. This book is completely fictional. Yeah. So it's just a very cool, like, what if they had kept diaries? Mm -hmm. What if this had been? And so I thought it was well portrayed, like, well done in that sense. And I do think the author talked to one of the surviving sisters. There was four sisters total. Okay. Three of them didn't make it. The last one did because she was the only one who was not thoroughly involved. Gotcha. Um, um, So... They're referenced in the hot end in the heights, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's actually why I recognize the name. (laughs) Yes. Because I sat there going, that name sounds familiar. And it would make sense that they're referenced in the heights. Yeah. Um, But uh, let me see. I'm trying to find what, uh, let's see, International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Gotcha. Um, that was in 1999. So they 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 were basically the mark of that. Uh, so I I read that, and then and then to come down from that, <laughs> um, I'm reading. So I have found an author that I'm in love with, and I think I remember mentioning the book Mexican Gothic to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Let me make sure I have her name right. So. Um, Yes, Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Um, and so here's what I love. I love reading authors that write things that happen to not be yeah. white men. Yeah. Not like they purposely, you know, I, I've always felt this like if I'm a Chicano woman, mm-hmm. I have to write things that are specific to Chicano stories. Mm-hmm. Not, no. I just love the idea of just people being available mm-hmm. in all spaces. So she writes a lot of like gothic, a lot of horror, a lot of fantasy, stuff like that. So 
I think I told you all about Mexican Gothic, which is exactly as it sounds. It's a Gothic tale yeah. about a girl in Mexico. So this is a book called Certain Dark Things. And it is a, it takes place in Mexico City in a not our world sort of world, like okay. adjacent yeah, time, yeah, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, where vampires are real I and they're known to the world. freaking love any stories that are like just off of reality. Slightly, just barely. You I know what I mean? I love stories like that. Because it's like the only change is like, oh, vampires are real. We know that they exist. Yeah. But vampires, like humans, come from different parts of the world. So the vampires of lore that we know and the stereotypes mm-hmm. happen to be a specific type of European vampire. Yeah. There are other ones that were rooted in like Aztec culture, mm-hmm. which explains like the bloodletting and the things of that sort. And it's also like a murder mystery. Can I just say, because I know you're getting started on the Dresden Files yourself, yep. you are going to love some parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been where I'm at. Certain dark things. It is good. And she has a puppy. Puppy. A puppy with runes. Listen, Dresden Files has a puppy. And also there are multiple <laughs> types of vampires. Yeah. So. So I, I love me a good, a good, I don't know. It's almost like a noir. Yeah. But it's a vampire noir. Listen, uh, so, someone went to Barnes and Fantasy Noir. <laughs> someone went to Barnes and Nobles in the day that all hardcovers are fifty percent off. So let's just say I have some books coming up. Nice. <laughs> so I almost couldn't lift my my. <laughs> uh, I had to. I had, a, I had one basket. Yeah. Yeah. And I went, all I can get is the things I can fit in this basket. So let's just say I got creative in what yeah. the definition of fitting in the basket means. It's a good means. thing you have been prepping for the Highland Games. So you're yep. like, I can carry so <laughs> I can many carry it. in basket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been my life in a nutshell um, the past couple weeks. There are so many stories that came out of this move. But I feel like they'll just come out on their own. Exactly. They'll like, be natural. I, I will share the one where we learned that our... Mattress has no bones. <laughs> our mattress has no bones. No, most mattress tops have no bones. So, well, our mattress is a purple mattress. Yeah. So there's literally no, nothing in that's there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the mattress tops. Uh, there's nothing else but this part. Yeah. It's not just the top. So it's just like the whole ass mattress. Yeah. It's just made of like flubber. Yeah. So in our final push to get into this home... We had everything in our moving truck except this flubber mattress of ours. <laughs> and we were like, this is it. This is where it ends. This is where we just give up because what else do we do? Yep. There's nothing left to do. I can't even fit it. And we kept trying to lift it and it just wouldn't. It was like trying to lift Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Until we finally somehow we, I was stood inside the truck and, and, and domestic partner, boyfriend, fiance, Jesse, husband... <laughs> Stood outside the truck and we somehow managed to lift her into the truck. Only yeah. I was also in the truck behind the mattress. <laughs> and you're like, just close just the door. Go. Just, just go. Just drive to the new I'm, house. I'm not moving. With me here. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because you weren't going far, that may have been something I just drive to the new house with me here. Yeah. So what we did is we had to half close the door and then I had to shimmy out <laughs> of the bag. But and when we unloaded it, it smacked the movers. That's <laughs> like nobody told her to stand right there, dude. No, it's fine. It's just a mattress. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, October twenty third. <laughs> 
2009. All right. Stargate. <laughs> written by Brad Wright, directed by Peter DeLuise. Okay, so Ooh. keep in mind, as we're watching, talking about this episode, mm-hmm. it has been like two days since the end of the three-parter that started the yeah, series. Yeah, we're, it's, yeah. <laughs> They're having a more intense time than Jesse and I did moving. It's been barely, less than but a yes. week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been less than a work week, even. Holy cow. So previously on, remember how Destiny was heading straight for a son? Yeah, 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 yep, yeah. Cool. So we start uh, with Greer uh-huh. talking into the Kino, having yeah. his little moment. Yeah. Um, and we see later in this episode the whole project, the, the moment that Eli started this project. Yeah. I love um Greer's a bard, I've decided. He's great. He's got his own sense of like, I don't know, or he just has a really good ability to inspire. He definitely has the inspiring leadership feat, <laughs> yeah. which is not something you'd expect him to have, but I think no, he does. Because he's just like everything about him, he's like, I'm just gonna have a beautiful outlook on this. Yeah. That's just what we're going to do. Um, He can't think of a better way to move on from this world into whatever comes next than to fly into the most beautiful thing, the most powerful thing in all of creation, a star. Sick. Which, listen, I'd argue that a black hole is more powerful, but yeah. you don't get to go out in a blaze of glory that yeah, way. You just kind of turned in a piece of spaghetti. Yeah. Um, Nobody also, wants to spaghettification themselves. No one wants to sp- spaghettification themselves. <laughs> Personally, I think there, obviously there's beauty to all that, and it's Basically, one of the, as I mentioned, the closest thing to the one of my personal mantras is that we're all made of star stuff. Yep. I mean, there is atoms within us that can only have been born in a dying star. So Holy let's just send some fuck. of that shit back into the star. Thank you, dying star. Yeah. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> I will do my best with what you gave me. Um, and the idea of dying may almost you know, get close to bringing... Um, tears to Greer, but this is a person who will stare down whatever comes his way. Yeah. Which, full respect, I can only hope I have that much, like, center. This is a man whose energy I want behind, like, a haka dance. Yes! Like, this is a warrior. Yeah. Everything is like, I'm going in fighting. Yeah. 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 I I will stare anything the fuck down. Yep. And enjoy um, every moment of it. Hells, yeah. So everyone's gathered in the gate room, mm-hmm. um, and Young has a bit of announcement to make. Yeah. <laughs> Just to pinch. I like that he doesn't mince words. Yeah, yeah. This sucks. If this wasn't on TV, it's this fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, he repeats the facts for us as much as anyone in that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that in just over a day, uh, the ship will fly into a star. Yeah, quick recap for y'all. Yeah, they have no power to change its course. Honestly, no idea how to steer the ship, even if they did. And this is (laughs) just another bad day. Look, everything is pretty much shitty. There's a day. It's a good day to die hot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they have one working shuttle. There are three planets in this solar system that might be habitable. Mm -hmm. They really hope Destiny is a smart ship, which it is. (laughs) And we'll find out. It is, but it... Doesn't really care about them. Uh-huh. Uh, that it she's knows. smart in that she's looking out for number one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're hoping that Destiny is smart and knows that there's people on the ship and drop them out of FTL in the solar system to mm-hmm. give them a chance. Yep. In retrospect, the ship doesn't give a shit. It didn't stop to let you go to the bathroom. It stopped because it needed gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get in and out and go to the bathroom while she's pumping, go to town. Uh-huh. 
But that's really not her Otherwise, priority. She will leave without you. Mm-hmm. So not everyone can fit into the shuttle. It's not that big of a shuttle. Yeah. So they're going to have a lottery. Ooh. With supplies, the shuttle can hold 17 people. Mm-hmm. Young is going to pick two people specifically for the mission. And they yep. will have a drawing for the other 15 spots. Whoa. Immediately, there are people who have a variety of issues with this plan. Yeah, mad as fuck. Um, more people could fit if there was less supplies, but then but less then you supplies. Have no supplies. Yeah. So then you're basically dooming yourself. Yeah. It's you're. Uh, yeah. God, people. Are um, blaming Young for playing favorites with two people he picks, or I should say, the appearance of, because I think anyone who knows Young well enough, he's he would go out of his way. Yeah. To make sure he doesn't even. He's either gonna not give a shit. Yeah. If he appears that way. But it, knowing him, he's not going to play favorites. He's a practical man. He's, he's like, yeah. I have to have at least two people who can fucking fly the ship. Exactly. Like, otherwise you're all doomed. And it's one of those where once he says that, at least to me, I remember even the first time I saw this, I was like, well, I know the two people he's picking. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very obvious. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Um, he's taking his name out of the lottery. And anyone who wants to keep talking can join him. Mm-hmm. Which, again... Not a threat, just informing you. Yeah. I like Greer's approach better. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that yeah. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they won't even know if any of the planets are habitable at all for a few hours. Mm-hmm. So everyone is just head back to their room and wait. Yep. So Ray goes to talk to Young. Rush just watches all this bullshit and leaves. Yeah. Um, and, oh, remember that part in the last episode where there's this whole Motley crew that, like, stole Eli away to be like, hey, you're in the yeah. know and tell us information when you get it. Mm-hmm. Sort of bullied him into it. And um, that's right about when Eli, in trying to find Chloe, oh. finds her in an intimate moment with Scott as they walk away together holding hands and Eli... You know, okay, you know those things where, like, you know intellectually something, but you refuse to know it emotionally until it's straight in your face and you can't avoid it? Literally in your face. Yeah. That sucks. It's such a sucky moment for you. I know. I don't. I'm gonna pause for a moment. Eating his bed. These boys are adorable. Okay. So, um, yeah. Also, also, Chloe, you didn't help the situation (laughs) by, by, I will admit Chloe's probably a little conflicted, um, because she's probably, you know, attracted in some way to both of these guys. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. So it's tough, right? Because if I were constantly in this state of, am I going to die? Yeah. I don't know that finding love is my priority. Well, that's why <sighs> it's like, I, I think it's one of those things where she is physically attracted to one and emotionally attracted to the other. I think uh, honestly, I'd be like, y'all want to just. Everybody fuck? Yeah, do you want to everyone fuck? Because we're about to die. Why don't we just bring Greer in? Bring TJ in? Or Let's just Jean. go to town. Yeah. That... <laughs> I don't know what I just admitted to, but that would honestly be more my approach than yeah. what's happening here. 
And I have a hunch she's just someone who doesn't think. Yeah, I do think... I don't fault her. They're both very uh, attractive people. Yeah. And I do think that she's lost her dad. She feels alone. Yep. She needs something comforting. Yes. Um, but it is it And is she can't decide what type of comfort she wants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so it's one of those where I think I've mentioned it before... I don't think Chloe fully registers how her actions are affecting the emotions yeah. of Eli. Yeah, I she's definitely friend zoned at him. Yeah. And is just unaware that yeah. he has not to her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um and so we continue on. And we see a few other things. Greer is helping to pack things up. Yep. And Spencer takes some pill of some kind. It's an, we don't know. I called them angry dude pills. Angry dude pills. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. They keep them nice and angry. Yeah. So Scott and Chloe they're are fucking. They're fucking before the world ends. Yeah, I mean that part I don't blame them. No, I just don't. I just wish it was a more inclusive fucking. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it, but also, what of you to fuck to? I think I'd be like, <laughs> can we just enjoy this view for a second? Yeah. I know we're in the middle of things, but yeah. holy cow! Well, what you do is you enjoy the view, and then you if you perform for the view. There you go, like it's a mirror, like <laughs> exactly. you're watching yourself go. You're like, look how beautiful we're fucking. At the sun. Exactly. This is part of our origin. Exactly. <laughs> this episode got weird. And we're just starting. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, every once in a while, we have to an episode that earns our explicit rating. Mm-hmm. So, also, I'm guessing they're not the only ones fucking on that ship right now. Yeah, I think there's a whole team of, like, scientists. <laughs> yeah. Just going to down. Yeah. The so ones that aren't bring. They're the ones who are having the orgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ray finds Young in his office. Seriously, he's been on the ship for a few days. He's already used an office more than any other military leader we've seen Seriously. on Stargate as a whole. I think he's just like, where can I go be by myself? With the exception of our generals of the SGC. Right. That doesn't count because that's their job is to be in the exactly. office. So Ray thinks he shouldn't have a lotto. He's like, you need to just... Pull up your pants and handpick everyone. And you also should go yourself. And he's like, you're from HR, aren't you? Yeah. And I see her point. But he's like, I'm not putting that on me. No. I'm not doing that. And that's really, it's, I, her sense, in her mind, what she's saying is also practical. Yes. But there's no way there isn't a lot of emotional backlash to that. A hundred percent. So, Yeah. Um, and yes, she admits she'd want to be considered. She thinks everyone should be considered and young should do his job and make the hard choices. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, that wouldn't be fair. Yep. And she's like, it's actually fair to send the right people. It's not fair to send the wrong people. And she's like, we're all the fucking wrong people. There is not a right person on this ship. And also, they're all the right people. Because they were all people on this base to begin with. They've already been... It's not like some random dude got off the wrong subway stop and ended up on this shuttle. I mean, the only person, the closest you can get to, like, a random person in this situation is Chloe. Yeah. And even so, like, she made it all the way this far. Yeah. 
She's the closest thing you get to a random person, yeah. though. Um, and of course, Young assumes she's already doing some math in her head, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Look, this is what she does. She can make a short list. She can factor in skills to increase survival." You oh, she's play got in- spreadsheets. Oh, she's got spreadsheets. Because you honestly, if you're going to do that, you also she's right. You have to figure in, you know, sex and age and. Yeah continuation of the population to be honest she may have already started this spreadsheet just once she knew who was on the ship to begin with oh she listen she has files on everyone yeah um and and young's like okay if we're gonna continue down that line how about we just add the people that we like (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to some degree, charisma is important because you don't want someone who's just going to be fighting all the time. You, it's like, like angry dude pills. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if Spencer's going to make the list regardless of his skills. No matter what. Because you do need to have like people that get along if you it's only like, have 17 people to continue. Rush is a curmudgeon, but his skill sets outweighs his or curmudgeonness. Yes. Yeah, those are, <laughs> uh, I'm fine. <laughs> But what's his face? No. No. Like, you're not talented enough to be that big of a commission. And he's like, we're done. And if you continue, I'm going to pull your name out of the lottery. I do love how often he uses this tactic. <laughs> you want to pull your name from the lottery? Yeah. Pull your name from the lottery. It's fine. And that shuts her up real quick. Mm-hmm. And she sort of situationally backs up tail between her legs and is like, please, please don't. Please, I really want to be alive. <laughs> And he's like, I give no fucks. I will pull your name in a heartbeat. Please mm-hmm. get out of my office. Yeah. Yeah. I can't blame him. No. So we have a, but I also can't blame her for being like, this is another option. I would have a hard time arguing with her reasoning. Yeah. But I would just be like, I don't want to do this work. Yeah. And I don't want to leave this work in your hands because i'm sure she'd be like i'll do it but i'm like "Mm, i don't want that either no you've made it very clear that you want to be part of this yeah which makes me think that you won't be unbiased in your approach to the spreadsheet it's kind of like um i learned when you work with certain companies that involve a lot of money Mm -hmm. your credit check has to be to a certain degree because it's like they have to know that you don't have some ulterior motive going into it yeah as best they can so we have a great flashback dream moment uh-huh. of Eli back home and him yeah. sleeping in late, his mom coming to wake him up, frustrated that he's still in bed because oh. he had an interview and she has to do everything in this house. And he's like, no, the interview was canceled. And I was up all night playing video games. And she's like, who canceled the interview? Yeah. Who canceled it? Stop yelling at me, mom. And he's like, it's not my skill set. I don't want to just stop. Let me sleep. And she ha- she just throws the shit down and leaves for her own job. Yeah. Not shutting the door quietly. Yeah, she's not happy. Um, No skill set. Yeah. And the door slam wakes Eli up on the destiny. Yeah. And I can only imagine how much he would prefer to be woken up by angry mom right now. It it just goes to show you the growth he's made just being on the ship alone. Because that is a man who was unwilling to make an effort. Yeah. I think also it's definitely growth. And I think it's one of those where um, he was finally challenged in a way that yeah. piqued his interest. 
Yeah. Well, and it's also like, I don't want to be that person anymore. The guy who's like, I'm not cut out for this. Now he's like, well, I'll figure this out. If no one else is gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's just that he needed a a kick in the ass. There you go. And maybe being stranded on a ship on the other side of the universe was the kick in the ass he needed. You know, sometimes that's what we need. He does get an idea when he sees the Kino, though. Mm -hmm. So in the aftermath... Uh, getting dressed again. Scott is hoping to find a place on this planet that he can farm. Not that he knows jack shit about farming. Um, he <laughs> that is... sounds like me in our new house. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we have a garden. I don't know how to keep it. Okay. And uh, Scott's pretty sure both of them are going to be going on the shuttle. Like, it seems fairly obvious to him. Yeah. He's going because he's only one of only two qualified pilots on the ship. It's yep. him and Young. Uh-huh. And Chloe's a senator's daughter. And so Scott figures that he was ordered to send her. And she's like, that's not how this shit works. Yeah. To her credit, Chloe is very aware of what she does and doesn't bring to the table. Yeah. Like, she's not here for her survival skills. No. She's very smart and she has a lot to offer, but this not in this case. No. And yeah. also, she's like... Even if Young has ordered that, I'm pretty sure Young wouldn't give a shit about yeah. it. Yeah, again, to her credit, she knows how to read people. <laughs> um, and she also wouldn't want to be one of the two people specifically chosen. Like, yeah. she knows she doesn't have the skills above other people. Yep. Um, she's like, look, I wouldn't mind if I'm chosen in the lottery, but... And she admits to Scott that she's closer to him in a few days than she has to anyone else in the past. Um... Because pressure does that to people and relationships. Yeah. That accelerates shit. Another thing I want to give her credit for is not using the words I love you. Yes. <laughs> She's not like, I just want to tell you that I love you. She's just like, I have never felt this close to somebody. Yep. Uh, which I appreciate. Yeah. And she is ready to say goodbye if she has to. And mm-hmm. Scott's like, no, no, I'm fucking not. Yeah. He's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Her odds of being chosen are one in five or one in six. So I guess, I don't know if we've gotten numbers before, but it means there's somewhere between 75 and 90 people on the ship. Yeah. I'm also impressed at her math. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no wonder you have attraction to Eli. You're a math nerd. Got it. Math nerds. Um, so Eli, speaking of, yeah. is sharing his idea. He wants to send a message in a bottle. So as to the world. My head was already singing. Thank you for joining me. But the problem is, is I started singing my head and then I questioned whether, is that actually a message in a bottle or is that just another No, it song? is. <laughs> so I didn't start. And you did it. You are correct. Um, so they want to send it off when the shuttle takes off. So it's just mm. going to be a keynote floating in the void. Uh, they can get a look at Destiny from the outside before they lose contact with it. Um, and... It's, yeah, it's just a hope that someone will hear them. Yeah. He does kind of trail off when Chloe and Scott walk up together. He's like, uh, never mind. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> and so the documentary that Eli started that we've seen him doing over the past couple days, mm-hmm. um, he's going to send it off because the odds are essentially zero of anyone finding it, but it's something. Yeah. Just for those of you who can't see this, um, I've moved locations and I'm having a, oh, what is it? A Mexican standoff with yeah. my dog <laughs> as he decides whether or not to eat his pillow at me. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like that's just the human. Eli is just showing the human nature. They just, we need to leave something behind. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not anyone knows it, we've left something behind. It's it for the sake of any possibility, yep. someone will find us. And Chloe's going to go first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's 23 and she admits that her dad gave his life for them to survive another day. Yeah. And they have. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> so Russia's in a shuttle, in the shuttle, mm-hmm. not a shuttle, later. And he called Young up to meet him because he has some good news. Um, the first planet is too cold. Well, it's not really good news. It's news. First planet's too cold. It's all frozen methane. Uh, the second one's too hot because this is the Goldilocks story. Yeah. Um, and... We don't actually know about the third yet because it's behind the star. But it really doesn't matter what the third one is like, because if they're going to launch the shuttle, they need to do it before they can actually scan the planet. So there's a chance they're going to send the shuttle out there and the planet shit. Yeah. Which it kind of is. Yeah. It's like this shuttle thing isn't like a set. No. This isn't a shore bet. Um, but the planet is in the Goldilocks zone, so, you know, yeah. may the odds ever be in their favor. Mm-hmm. So it's one last hope. There's there's one last hope and idea that maybe they can use the shuttle's engines to put Destiny, like, off course, but Rush ran those numbers. There's not enough power. Yeah. So the shuttle's loaded. There's really no point in waiting. It's time. It's time for the saddest moment in the whole wide world. Not quite yet. Because as Young is leaving, (laughs) Rush pings up and he's like, look, if you're thinking of choosing me as one of the two, just don't. Yep. Yep. And he elaborates that coming to this ship, Mm -hmm. coming to destiny was his destiny. Yeah. Like, this is his life's work. Yeah. And this is, this being on this ship looking at these puzzles is basically the greatest moment he would have. Yeah, he's peaked as far as he's concerned. He doesn't want to try to survive right. on some rock. Right. He's this is to him this is peak. Yeah. It's also almost like he sees himself as the captain of the ship. And that's what's going. He wants to go down with the ship that's yep. going to go down. Yeah. And they have this moment this this half a moment where these two completely opposite men get each other. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, Scott didn't know that Rush had this in him. Young? uh, Yeah. Yeah. That Young had this integrity to him. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, I thought you were just some shitty scientist man who just wanted to prove people wrong all the time. I mean, you're not not a shitty scientist. But you're also. Yes. Yeah. You're also (laughs) these other things. Um, And Young apologizes for not listening to him sooner. And Rush is like, why... Why would you have listened to me? I was like, I was a little out there. Yeah. I was having a moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Young admits he's going to choose Scott and TJ, which again, yeah. feels very fucking obvious mm-hmm. because pilot and medic. Yeah. Duh. And unwilling medic, forever yeah. the unwilling medic. She's like, fuck. God, just let me die. Why am I the cleric? Just let me die. She's the perfect, the, the, the always cleric. Yeah, the always cleric. The goddamn it, guys. Can we stop? Just stop hurting yourselves. I love her. Um, and he's, he is hoping that Greer gets to go too. Mm-hmm. Rush is like, you know, you can make sure Greer goes. 
You you literally are the one person with the you power. You are the one. The power is yours. <laughs> um, he's like, no, I'm not going to ring the lottery. Yeah. And, uh, but you could, though. Yeah, Rush is like, you realize people are going to assume you rigged it either way. So you might as well rig it. <laughs> so <laughs> you might as well sneak one or two names in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Camille Ray's turn with Aquino. Mm-hmm. Her age is none of Eli's business. Yep. And she just, if anyone finds this, she wants, she wants to tell um, Sharon that her last thoughts were of her. Who is Sharon? <laughs> Camille, you've been holding out on us. I mean... I need more Sharon in my life. Uh, just like her age. Maybe yeah. that's none of your business. Fair point. Fair point. Um, so here we go. The saddest Survival moment. lottery. This is the moment that inspired the fucking Hunger Games. Yeah. Jeebus. Uh, everyone is here. We have guards watching the majority of the crowd in case anyone's needs some mm-hmm. extra put in their placeness. Yep. Uh, and everyone's names are on the largest pieces of paper ever. I was like <laughs> limited supplies. <laughs> yeah, I know. You could put everyone's could, name on, on a single paper, piece of paper. <laughs> entire like billboard for each name. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Um so everyone's names are there except for Young and Rush and the two people he chose, Scott because pilot, TJ because medic. Yep. And if their names are called, they're to directly go to the shuttle, do not pass go, do not collect $200. And if their name is not called, they are to wait here in this room yep. until the ship is filled, secure Upon and the door is closed. Penalty of death, I think. Or at least getting knocked the fuck out. First name. Airman Becker. Ooh. Who is our chef? Yeah. Uh, second name, but third name, Camille Ray. Mm-hmm. Fourth name, Vanessa James. I think at this point is when I was like sobbing <laughs> because fucking Ming Na's <laughs> performance Na is so good in like this whole sequence. Yeah, and and really all of them are. All yeah. of them show the pain. Yeah. Of being grateful, but also knowing what's being sacrificed for the mm-hmm. sake of your survival. Yeah. Um, oh. Because even so, so Vanessa James is next and she's on the stairs as one of the guards. Yeah. And so she turns to go from there and like, I'll, we'll cut to and she gets on. Yeah. She sort of nods at. Uh, Scott, and then she takes up post. She doesn't take her seat like the yeah. other. She takes up post there at the door. Yep. Just in case. Her job's not done. Exactly. Um, yeah. The next person called is Dr. Park, who I know we haven't seen a lot of yet, uh-huh. but spoiler, we will get to know Dr. Oh, Park good. more. Um, yeah, we get to the shuttle. The first people are sitting down. Just flat out tears. Yep. <laughs> Ray's face. Grateful and sad. Yeah. Um, both Brody and Riley are called. Yeah. Um, the last person is Boone. As Riley leaves, Eli hands him the Kino with yep. all of their videos. Ooh. All of the names are called. The end. There's a lot of people. Chloe who, didn't we, make it. Chloe didn't make it. Eli didn't, Eli didn't make, make it. it. Greer didn't make it. Nope. There's a lot of faces that we know. If I'm going to be stuck dying with someone, I'm glad I'm stuck with Greer. I would that yeah. I'd be like, I'm hanging out with Greer. I would either be playing cards, yeah, or hanging out with Greer. Yeah, 
I don't know if Greer really wants other people there with him, but I'm like, let's do this shit together. I'm in. We're doing this. Yeah. We're presenting ourselves. Fuck it. I'm down for that part. Yeah. I was at, we'll get to it, <laughs> yeah, but I will. have words about that. Oh yeah. So do I. Um, and everyone's emotions are, let's just say hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> present. <laughs> Everyone is present in the moment. <laughs> um, and Spencer, again, points out that they can fit more people in that shuttle. And Young's like, you need to shut it right yeah. now. And instead, Spencer tries egging the crowd on. Yeah, to he's do trying something. to get the pitchforks and the mob going. Kill the beast. Yeah. And instead, Greer just steps up. And knocks him out with the butt of his rifle. And Spencer goes down hard. Fuck around. Find out. <laughs> and Greer's like, I don't want to do that to anyone else. But don't think I won't. Yeah. I do love the approach because he's like, I don't want to do that to anyone else. But I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. It's like when mom goes into Batman voice. Yeah. When mom's like, everybody in, everybody in. I said everybody in. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're all in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Dude, I love, Greer is such a great character. He's just kind of the perfect. Um, so back at the shuttle, Riley leaves the Kino in the little pressure port area. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Everyone's on the shuttle. Door shut. Yep. Ready to go. There's a 60 second wait. So a bunch of them can run to the observation deck yeah. and watch them go. Others you can see are like, I don't want, I don't, I I need to, I am starting my processing journey. So what would be your process? Oh, I'd probably watch him go. Yeah. I would, I would definitely, I'm a visual enough person that would watch him go. Yeah. Also, I'm a procrastinator. So I'd be like, I'm just going to hold off on processing this for a little bit longer. (laughs) I would watch them go. Um, well, let's see what everyone else yeah. does and then I'll share my Just thoughts. in that moment, I would I would be a watch him go person. Yeah. As the shuttle takes off, um, the Kino does sort of float out into space. On the excavation deck, basically a whole bunch of familiar faces we know joined Rush, who left early, or he wasn't even at the lotto drawing. He was just waiting there. Yeah. And Eli gets the first pictures from the Kino and they get to see the outside of the ship. It's kind of cool. Time. Like it's the first time they get to see where they are. Yeah. Um, they won't be in radio range for much longer. So they all say their goodbyes now. Oh, it's a pretty good heart stab. Yeah. <laughs> One group has a small chance at a very hard survival and the other is heading to a sun. Yay. <laughs> everybody feels great so they can't see the ship for too much longer on the Kino because the sun blocks him out and Rush genuinely thanks Eli for that because he never thought he would get to see what the ship looked like yeah it's kind of a big deal um Young's gonna take a walk yep um Rush has 100 pages of a truly mediocre book to finish (laughs) and the two of them shake hands and depart yep um, Rush apologizes to Eli for getting him in this. And Eli's like, you know, I'm not yet. Maybe by the end of the day, I will be. Come back to me. Come back to me. <laughs> Check in later. Yeah. They don't have long now. And Rush, you can. So Chloe's like, what's going to happen? You can see Rush be like, do I tell you the truth? Honestly, I would ask this question yeah. and I would genuinely want to know. 100%. You this have to is, prove yourself. Yeah. Well, and it's like. 
I like knowing. When I yes. go to the dentist now, I go, okay, what are you going to do and what's each process? Yeah. Because I don't want to just sit there and grin and bear it until I, without yeah. knowing what's coming. So now I'm like, okay, here's what he's doing. Okay. There's here's what also, he's doing. there's also a part where if you know the steps, you know, when you're getting close to done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he tells her that it's going to be really bad turbulence from solar winds and Uh then heat and some g-forces and the ship would be torn apart and chloe looks fucking terrified he's like but hopefully it'll be quick it'll be fast fast you won't even know (laughs) jab jab um and it's it's in the end it's just eli and chloe left in the observation room and she wraps her arms around eli's arm and lays her head on his shoulder and they just kind of sit yeah with each other's presence i love it because he he kind of wants to be mad but he's like ah she's just a fucking person yeah she's just a person feeling things and like so you can see him in that moment process all of his own feelings Mm -hmm. but then also move through them and be like the end of the day i'm just happy to not be alone it's it's one of those where at this moment it's like we're about to die in a couple hours so i'm not really gonna sit in not the past really, yeah not really time to hang out with resentment we're here right now and yeah. we have there's there's a human person next to me mm-hmm. that we're both yeah we're both emoting towards each other yeah at least i'm not alone in this yeah so um, Greer and Young are walking and talking, and we get an idea why Greer was in the brig in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Greer put Telford down on his ass. Good for him. <laughs> and Young, look, Young can't condone it. Yeah. But also knows it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you can see um, the one thing Greer regretted in all of that is that he disappointed Young. Yeah. He's like, I put Telford on his ass again. Um, but Young's like, no, you're a good man, and the bastard had a coming. So yeah, <laughs> it was no flaws in my eyes, but I had to put you in the brig for it. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I had to. Um, so they part ways. Greer goes to salute as he leaves, but Young instead just shakes his hand. Young's turn on the kino. Um, just before it went out into space. And he he does ask Eli to actually leave the room so we can do this in private. Yeah. And he just wanted to say something to Emily and instead just says that she knows and turns the kino off. This poor man is going to live the rest of his existence <laughs> trying to apologize to this woman who's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. You already went too far. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I know. Stormy agrees. Mm-hmm. So Spencer finally wakes back up in an empty gate room. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I thought it'd be a lot quieter than this, y'all. It's just an empty room. Yeah. That You know... That's gonna suck. Yeah, that's gotta sting. I hope it's enough to make him snap out of that mindset he was in i don't think so but we can hope i know but it's just like come on man this is not the approach when we're all dying yeah this isn't helping so you're proving the worst of humanity right now he walks around to find some people playing cards and as volker puts it all the fun people are here yeah that's what i'm saying there's a chance there's a chance i may be with volker yeah yeah um and then we find another group. I think I'd have a hard time concentrating on something like playing cards. 
I would, to me, I would look at it. At, there's a part of me would very much like to look at it in this very stoic way that Greer ends up doing, which yeah. we'll talk about. I'd but be more likely to like find somewhere to stack boxes or something, but like playing cards is so detailed that I just don't think my mind could handle it. Which is, I think, why there's a part of me that would be drawn to that. Yeah, because we work differently. Because there's a part of me that would want to not think about it. Yeah, yeah. And so being there, playing cards, laughing with people, yeah, like going into it almost laughing at the face of it. Yeah. Is is one of those where most likely that would be where I go. Yeah. I would love to think that I could do that. I just, I know my brain. Yeah. I would need like, is there dishes for me to wash or <laughs> yeah. laundry to fold? Like, I just need yeah. a thing to I be I can distract doing. my brain real easily. I cannot, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we see people playing cards and we find another group praying, reciting the Our Father prayer, which I think has a different name, but I've always called it Our Father. I think it's the Heavenly Father. I don't remember. Uh, the part that makes weirds me out is like, here on earth... Yeah. As it is in heaven. It's not nope. earth, though. No. Nope. It doesn't work here. You better rewrite that. Yeah. You might. Can you just. Um, here on <laughs> universe. <laughs> can you. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's okay if you rewrite that if you're in space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something about it would just stick with me. I would be the one who like everyone's praying and I'm starting to and I just start laughing in the middle. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah, this is weird. Uh, Rush, I guess, had an iPod in his pocket when he left Icarus. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what PC puts on, but there is a classical music piece that plays over this little bit of how everyone's facing the end. Yeah. He reads his book with broken glasses, and Eli and Chloe sit together in the observation lounge, just being, as we discussed. Um, Young takes off his wedding ring, mm-hmm. looking at it. And Greer will face this end as just himself as he basically sets down to meditate nude facing the sun. You know, he's like ashes to ashes. From what we come, we shall return. Uh I fucking love this. It's so good. I hope he has drugs. (laughs) Yeah. I want to be in this space with Greer. This is where I will be. Because Mm -hmm. I know that I can't sit there and play cards. I'm going to like... The ship is going to be the cleanest it's ever been before we die. Yeah. And then I'm going to go full Greer. Yeah. And then just out of exhaustion, pass out and Uh, hopefully die while asleep. Yeah, exactly. I would probably start with the cards. And then as we get close to the end, I'm like, now I'll go Greer. We're just going to, yeah. And then we're just going to go have a little nappy and hopefully that's it. Exactly. The end. Bye. Bye. Nappy time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's I it's a fantastic moment to like see. Greer's definitely one of those people. He's like he's he's someone who meditates without knowing or admitting or acknowledging or conceiving the fact that he's meditating. Yeah, this is a person very much in touch with their like inner self and like connecting to the truest form of themselves that yeah. they can be, um, and just white knuckling their way through feelings yeah for lack of a better way to put it he's like i will feel it and then this is gonna suck this is gonna i'm gonna feel this but the only way out is through uh another one of my favorite phrases (laughs) so on the shuttle riley makes a little 
sighs. He looks mm-hmm. at the clock. It's past midnight, which isn't anything bad. The ship's not gone. It's just after midnight. Yeah. Which, yeah. As Ray points out, it's now his thirtieth birthday. I I hate that nobody even like half heartedly goes happy birthday. Like they do. It just feels like happy birthday. It's a great party. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, they finally get a spectrographic scan of the third planet. Yeah. It does have oxygen, nitrogen, liquid water, all yep. good. It also has trace levels of CO2, which normally be like, it's great. There's no carbon dioxide. But that actually means there's basically no plant life. Uh... It's also going to be cold, like barely gets above zero. It's livable? Survivable. It's, that's what they're like. It's great. We'll survive. It'll uh, be great. One more day. <laughs> One day more. <laughs> um, so Destiny is at, quote unquote, the end now. Yep. Everyone's just waiting. Rush finishes his book. But like, realizes that this shit's taking longer than it's supposed to. Yeah. And he heads to the control room and checks out some stuff and then just starts laughing. Yeah. Maniacal laughter time. And then runs out to share the news. And he runs to the observation room where Chloe and Eli are still just, like, watching the sunrise. Uh-huh. Um, but the place isn't shaking apart like it's supposed to. Yeah, they're like, we're ready for the destruction time. Yeah. What's happening? Because that waiting's got to be the worst. Because you're like, I have mentally prepared myself 40 minutes later. I, I'm still point. mentally prepared for this. Nope. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, I'm going to play cards until the ship starts shaking. Then I'll go greet yeah. the sun yeah. in my I'm just going to do my best to just nap forever. Um, and Rush just laughs in joy, turning to the others that they're going to live. Yeah. And they're like, but what about the shaking and the heat and the death that you told us about? Uh-huh. They're like, no, that would have happened already. Yeah. The shield is protecting us. And like, remember that part where we were absolutely completely out of power? Uh-huh. And Rush has never been so happy to be wrong in his entire life. Yeah. And uh She's recharging. And then he and he just runs out of the room. Yeah. And we actually see Destiny essentially like drop her bizarre bram scoops for lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically dive into the sun. This is the fucking coolest like thing to look this visual of her just skimming yeah. the sun surface. Uh-huh. Just kind of bathing around like a puppy dog. Yeah. Into the sunshine. I don't know what just fell, but something in this house fell. And then even like, (laughs) as the lights turn on, Young sort of sits up from bed going, shouldn't I be dead right now? I feel like I should be dead. Am I already dead? Did I die? Is this death? Because fuck, I don't want to be in this ship in death. Am I haunting this fucking ship now? Yes. How pissed would you be? Oh my God. I would be so mad. And then you can't interact with anything? No. You're just bored floating on the ship. Fucking sucks. The worst (laughs) ghosting. And um, in in the hallways, everyone else is like, this is the opposite of death. Yeah. Yeah. And Young is going to go ask Rush what the fuck is going on. Uh Uh, Eli and Rush are in the control room. And yeah, systems are coming on around the whole ship. And Young just comes in and is like, so I heard a rumor that we're still alive. And yes, the rumors are true. 
We're just stacking things on the, the table. The rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah, I'm just putting things on a table. To There's a little boy that has decided that he needs all of the attention. And so I'm going to eat things, Mama. Things that I've never considered eating before. And now that you're unavailable to me, I must eat them. Yes. Um, and so Destiny needed all the power it could possibly muster to protect itself. I mean, by extension, us, but itself. But mostly she's looking out for number one. And that's when they realize they're in the star. Yeah, that part was cool. And as impossible as it seems, Rush figures that this was actually Destiny's intention from the moment they entered the space. Yeah, she always had a plan. I I feel like in my mind, the ship's been yelling at them the whole time. I'm like... Oh my god, with the maudlin fucking drama about the shuttle. Can you just hang the fuck on while I refill my fuel? 100% the ship the whole time is like, guys, I'm just getting gas. Literally, just chill the fuck out. Just because I've pulled off the interstate does not mean we're there yet. We're not dead. Everything's fine. (laughs) Y'all need to calm down. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting gas. You'll have light again soon. Yeah. Jeebus. God. <laughs> and uh so yeah the the ship flew into the star on purpose to make a fuel pit stop it was running on fumes yep uh the ship is powered by the stars themselves Fuck yeah she is literal burr, burr, burr. solar power yep and outside we see the ship come out of the star all fueled up engines on which also means the FTL countdown started up, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, there's a shuttle out there!" Oh right, 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 right. Ah uh, fuck, those fifteen people that we sent out. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so they have to get into the communication system quickly because they cannot strand those people here. And uh-huh. this is this is right about when 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 Rush really needs Young to start trusting him. Yeah, Young goes into that slight panic, like, I just sent these people to their death to do something, and he's like, bro. I'm in the middle of it. I'm doing it. So as the shuttle gets closer to the planet, Uh Scott's about to put them in orbit to find a good spot, and TJ's like, so the ship's gone now, Mm. and maybe they're the fucking lucky ones, because this shit is shit. And Scott's like, don't fucking start with that now the whole point of you being here is for not that <laughs> and she's like why not why not do that now that is a shitty rock planet yep. that is a cold shitty rock planet yep. i don't like the cold uh-huh and don't want and he's like no no we are not getting in headspace now i am getting an orbit Yep. And we are going to survive. We're going to do this. It's going to be great. And as they're about to head into orbit, the last voice Scott ever expected pops up. Mm-hmm. It's young. Surprise, bitches. I'm back <laughs> from out of space. <laughs> Literally. Um, and young is so surprised that he can't even find the button to call him back. And after some fumbling, he's just like, what the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. Talk later. Get your ass back to the ship. Yep. Right now. Yeah. And this is a swing of emotions. Yeah. Fucking hell. Because tragedy strikes again. Yeah. As they realize as Scott is plighting his course that the math does not line up. Oh, hey, 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 come back to the ship because we're all going to survive. Great. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. No, we can't. No. Um, They... 
cannot reach destiny again. Yeah. Oof. The ship is speeding up now and the shuttle is too far away and it can only go so fast and they cannot cross Fucking the T. They cannot get back to the ship. And Eli's like, don't you have, like, afterburners or something? He's like, this is a spaceship, dude, not a fucking F-16. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm flooring it. <laughs> this is what I can do. This is all I have available to me. And so there's no way to slow Destiny down because yeah. they don't have, they don't know how to get into the computer systems to control that. Yeah. Um, And they're not giving up to finding a solution, but it takes time and they don't have time. And eventually Rush has it. And he just goes, Scott, turn around, head towards the planet. Scott's like, the planet is shit. And yeah. it's in the opposite direction. He goes, don't, no time for thinking. To only listen. Do. Only listen. Eli already picks up what Rush is planning. Yep. and started the math already. Yep. And he's like, shut up and do. This is my favorite part, this coming up part. It's so goddamn good. So mm-hmm. Eli continues the math as Rush explains that they're going to do the opposite of the air brake maneuver. Mm-hmm. They're going to slingshot around the planet to gain speed. It's something that we do in our manned space flight for probes and shit all, all the, the time. time. So Scott is down. He's like, give me a course in speed. And Eli has it. Yeah. Rush is like, uh, there's a lot of variables. Are you sure you have the math right? And then he Eli like, just puts his dick on the table. <laughs> it's like, math boy. Yeah. And he's like, send it. This shit's right. Yeah. And this he knows is it. a great moment of confidence in himself and also Rush's confidence in him. He does not question it again. He just sends it. Yeah. Gotta go fast time. So Scott gets the info hits the entries and we watch as the ship just shakes as they skate the atmosphere of the planet. Mm-hmm. Eli has like the, the HUD of the positions yeah. and is like, why am I watching this on TV when there's an up it's giant observation right balcony? Yeah. Everyone follows him down. They can spot the shuttle as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. Scott really wishes that the one shot he had at landing the shuttle wasn't the first time he's landing the it's shuttle. Fine. It's fine. You're fine. There's everybody always has a first time. It's fine. So um, they line up, mm-hmm. but Destiny's still going too fast. And if the shuttle can't match their speed, they're going to crash. Yep. And it's like, this is all the juice the shuttle has. Yeah. It is extremely tense. And Scott knows the issue, but he can't do anything about it. It's like you're trying to get a scooter to match a fucking Mack truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I know the people in the back of the shuttle are trying to help mm-hmm. with the like, come left a little bit this way. And I'm like, Scott needs one, needs, needs one person. Uh, yeah, one voice. He needs one voice from destiny and maybe a second voice on the shuttle and that's it and what happens is he needs to say everybody shut up except this person yes because what's happened is everybody wants to be the one voice yes yeah um and young has the idea of firing the maneuvering thrusters as well yeah there you go and it is just enough of what they need it's a nice little butt puckering there's a lot of butt puckering and that shuttle let's just say it lands it launch pad McQuacks its way onto that fucking it's ship. It's not graceful. No. There are some there. sounds that, like, TG will mention later, will haunt you. Yeah. Again, launch pad McQuack style. <laughs> Look, it wasn't pretty. No. But under the circumstances, it was great. It lands. They're able to get the docking clamps locked in. Anytime you can walk away. Exactly. Yeah. They're here. And I can't imagine Scott has ever let out a bigger sigh. 
afterwards. Ooh, I'll let out a, a, a little pee in his pants yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Jan claps Rush on the back and Rush hates it. <laughs> I love this little awkward moment. Yeah. <laughs> and Chloe wraps her arms around Eli, but it only lasts a minute until she runs off to see Scott. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still saying this could be a very healthy relationship if there's some communication that happens. There's no reason this couldn't be a nice little thing. Look, I think even like there's no reason this couldn't be a thruple. It could I, be a thruple. I feel like Scott and Eli, I can't remember Scott's first name. It's Good. Matthew. Matt, of course it is. It's why I keep calling him Scott. There's Scott and Eli could easily have a very unique and beautiful relationship of their own. Yes. Like, I'm not saying it all has to be physical. I'm no. just saying this could be a really great throupling. It 100% yeah. could. Um. So later in the mess, mm-hmm. their their gruel meal is a little sweeter than I think it was mm-hmm. this morning. And everyone is laughing and Young is ribbing Scott on the worst shuttle docking he's ever seen. And yeah. Scott's like, I barely dented it. Yeah. And I love TJ. Like, those grinding noise will haunt me. Yeah. Honestly, they're going to haunt me as a person thinking about the grinding yeah. noises. I feel like, yeah, Scott's like, but did you die? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> did you die? But did you die? Um, Young wants Gru to find some high temp uh, space paint mm-hmm. and for Scott to go fix that shit right now. <laughs> yeah. um, and I love this this bantering. I feel like this is one of the first times they've gotten to just be. All of their bowels are going to release after this <laughs> Like No one going to any be, of the bathrooms. Yeah, lines to the bathrooms are going to be insane. Like everyone's been so like tightly buckered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when Rush comes in. Yeah. People have even been able to take showers, guys. Yeah, that's showers. what I mean. Like, now they've, they've learned so much in the past couple of days alone. Yeah. And knowing that she will just dip into suns to regenerize herself. Yeah. That is a huge thing to learn. I wonder if this is going to... Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have on the ship the equivalent of the wet bathrooms. Because oh. then you could... You could shit and take a shower at the same time. Fuck, I'd be in. <laughs> Doesn't that irrationally sound awesome? I feel like it's like a slight delayed start to the shower. Yeah. But yeah, like one and then like without even like yeah. just, just wash it yes. all off. It'd be great. It's <laughs> oh, disgusting. Sorry, anyway, guys. so Rush is back to his usual curmudgeony, no fun self. Uh-huh. And Young is like, can you just celebrate for a fucking moment? Cannot. Cannot. He's like, why? Because we're back to where we started? Yeah. And he goes, well, no. Yeah. And Young's like, fine, get a double ration there. You deserve it. And he goes, Why? Why do I deserve it? Because I said so. Now fucking eat. Yeah, he's like, I'm in a good mood. So why not? Oh, so we get rewarded on your whim then? And Young yep. is like, what? Calm the fuck down. Yeah, motherfucker, you do. Because I've just decided that. So eat my He goes, ass. why you want this? Three reasons. One, you were right about the power. Rush uh-huh. is like, well, not really. And goes, fine. You figured out how to call the shuttle. And he's like, well, I needed the supplies. I don't give a shit about the people. Yeah. <laughs> and you took uh, your name on the lotto. Ruin everything all the time. Rush is like, you took your name on the lotto too. And he goes, Well, I was injured. You made a sacrifice. And Young actually looks up to him for the first time. He's been eaten. And he looks up at Young for the first time. And Young's like, Unless you knew that mm. this would work out uh-huh. and you didn't have to be on the shuttle. And Rush just walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And this is now going to haunt people's brains. They're going to live with this now. Did Rush know? Yeah. That this ship would be fine. Eli's like, 
Look, I saw his expression when he came in. That is not the face. He's not that good of an actor, I don't think. That right. is the face of a man who is surprised. And Greer's like, can we just let this go? Can we not dwell on this? We survived and we have power. And they're like, but what if he did know? Doesn't matter. What does that help us? This is as bad as what's his fuck angry dude. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let it go. And definitely there's Let a lot of people go. who are not letting this go. Yeah. You can't. You just can't. I know. You just can't sit in it because what are you going to do with it? Even if he did know, then just be mad at him. I think their concern is more like we already couldn't fucking trust him beforehand. Mm-hmm. And like, what else is he not going to tell us? I just don't care at this. You know what I mean? Because ultimately it kept us alive. It did. I still find it. I still don't know if he knew or not. I don't think he did. I think he may have suspected. I think he hoped. I think yes. he had a hunch. Yes. I think hoped is the right word. Yeah. I think he hoped that it would kick in this way, but I don't think he knew it would. And I do honestly think the the rationale that he gave Young that he's like, I'm not, I have no interest in like schlepping by on some rock. That's also what I is mean. extremely accurate. I think he was hopeful. So he put his bet on that this would work. So that therefore yeah. he's like, I'm staying on the ship. Yeah. Because if my gut is right, then this could be the way. Yeah. What's next? What's next? Next episode, water. Water. Oh, it's so. Is the last episode gonna be Captain Planet? Because (laughs) we're doing Earth, Air, Fire. I mean, light is fire. Water. And then with the powers combined. Yes, I am Captain Planet. Greer is actually Captain Planet. Yes, of course he is. Um, it is so good to be back. I know. Thank you guys for your wild, wild amounts of patience. Yeah, we're here. Um, we are here. We are back. We are almost stable. Almost people again. I'm questionable. House is like 70 percent on pen. If you're not doing bad at all. Yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe it's closer to 60. Uh- <laughs> Look, your house almost looks more put together than our house does. And we've been living there for five years. <laughs> That's because we don't have anything. <laughs> That's because we don't have stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's easy for it to look clean when there's nothing there. <laughs> um, <laughs> someday, someday we'll be settled. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yes. With water. Water. Um, make sure you pee beforehand. Yeah. Until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook, There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Rate us, like us, review us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you soon. Is that everything? Yeah, that's everything. We love you.